Welcome to a Love We're Dying For podcast, where we're finding hope in our marriages and families, verse by verse. We're Joseph and Janelle Banks. Now let's talk about it. How's it going? Thank you for checking out A Love Worth Dying For. This is episode 73. I am Joseph. And I'm Janelle Banks. Thank you for checking out our podcast. Hope you're having a great week. Um, this is continuing our Fortifying Your Marriage series for this season, which is our penultimate season, next to last episode. And we're talking about finding joy in our marriages. You know, how do we do um, marriage? How do we do families? How do we continue to build and continue to do the things we must do to build our families up by, while still having joy in them. So we're going to really kind of go over some of the things which we have come up with and some of the things we have found out through the scriptures about how we can find joy in our marriages and families. And the main scripture for today is Psalms chapter 16, verse 11, which says, You will make known to me the way of life, in your presence is fullness of joy. In your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. So we know that really joy is found in the presence of God. And because of this, we can go about doing the work of our families and doing the work of building our families and having joy in them. And, you know, when it comes to joy, you even looked it up, you know, what is joy? Especially what it means to have joy um, that's biblical in nature. And that definition is a feeling of good pleasure and happiness that is dependent on who Jesus is rather than on who we are or what is happening around us. And that comes from the Holy Spirit. So it's something that we as Christians obtain through putting our faith and trust in Christ, um, becoming Christian. You get this joy, which is not a temporal joy, which comes because you're happy at one point, then you... And not happy so you don't ha- have joy but it's something that's actually a gift from God in in the life that we live that's given by the Spirit of God so um, we definitely want to look at that as being one of the blessings of of our families and our marriages is that we can have a joy that is never ceasing that's always with us even when we're not feeling um, the best we're not feeling the happiest that it's something that is from God um, for us. Um, what are some of your thoughts on that, Jimmy? Um, absolutely, as we fortify our marriages, as we build them up, we um, think about securing them, protecting them, and all those things. Um, we can't really do those things and leave the joy out. Um, it just seems like there'd be something missing, obviously, if we didn't have joy in doing those things. We didn't have some sort of, uh, I think we use the word pleasure um, or satisfaction in there that, you know, we'd be missing something. But absolutely, we're missing something when we think about um, not having joy because we're missing Jesus, um, him being where all true joy comes from, not uh, temporal but uh, a permanent, everlasting joy. Um, And it's interesting because we know in this life, we're always gonna have 
um, some some tough times, some emotional tough times, um, even some physical tough times. And during those times, it's usually hard to think about, um, you know, having joy in the sense of, you know, the, the, the feeling of being happy or, or being pleasured. But, uh, I think if we could focus our mind in on, uh, who God is and, you know, what he's done and to be thankful for what we have, um, it's kind of hard to not experience um a level of joy when you're 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 being grateful for who god is what he's done um and what he's given to us right and in galatians 5 22 it talks about the fruit of the spirit where joy is, is a part of that fruit and that's something which you gotta be very mindful of when it comes to the life that we're living um with our spouse and also before our children. Um, that's just to be something that we can always tap into, something that we can always pray to God about, that we can ask for um, bringing joy to a situation that may not be joyful. So we have to always be mindful of that. And, you know, because sometimes we go through trials and, and tribulations and challenges, and we have to know that even through those things, you know, God can give us joy. Um, there's a verse in 2 Corinthians chapter 10 okay. verses 3 through 6 uh, you talk, said 2 Corinthians I'm sorry mm-hmm. chapter, chapter 10, 10 verse 3 through 6 which talks about you know what we can do mentally in our minds to kind of deal with those um things that come about all right so uh second corinthians chapter 10 verses 3 through 6 says for though we walk in the flesh we do not war according to the flesh for the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh but divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses we are destroying speculations and every lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God and we are taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ and we are ready to punish all disobedience whenever your obedience is complete so it's talking about taking every thought captive we want to be able to understand that we are in control um, by Christ and we can be able to um, you know talking about having joy we can have joy and even in those situations that are very difficult that are very traumatizing but it's what do we desire to do do we desire to put those thoughts um, that's trying to um, overtake us are we trying to um, war with those things and trying to um, put the thoughts which are positive and that are um, a blessing to God and a blessing to others put those thoughts before in the front and we have to, it's, it's, it's work. It takes work. It's not about just, you have this joy and you can't, you can't tap into it. You can't do anything about it. It just comes and goes whenever it wants to. We have to know that, you know, God gives us a mind. And when you're in Christ, <coughs> excuse me, 
you have the mind of Christ. And because of that, we can do the things we need to do to be able to take those thoughts captive and focus on the beauty of our marriage and the beauty of working together and the beauty of um, training our children in the Lord. So these are things we have to constantly think about. And also, you know, who is God? We talked about this before about the knowledge of God and knowing who he is through the scriptures. You know, these are things that will help us because when we know more about God, then we know more about how we can overcome these situations that we're in, whether it's of our own making or whether it's just in the life that we're living, you know, things come about and how do we get through those things? You know, mentioned, you know, you may go through mental or physical issues, but knowing that, you know, you can still call on the Lord, you can still trust him to get you through a lot of those challenging times. Um, another thing we need to think about is that, you know, he has made, given us promises and he has said that he's going to do things for us and we need to just trust God. I think the trust factor is also something that will help us be joyful. You know, once you know that you can, you can trust God in what he says he'll do and the plans he said that he will, um, he will make come to pass, then you can be joyful. You can be thinking about the good things that are coming, even in the, even in the um, challenging times. Even the scriptures talk about that, you know, joy comes in the morning. So because joy comes in the morning, that means that you can go through the things you're going through knowing that God is going to bring you out. That is not of your own strength, but it is of the Lord's. Um, another thing we need to consider is that um, when we, to have joy, you have to rejoice. You know, we rejoice in the Lord throughout this life that he's given us. And because of that, you know, that joy comes from that, that you're praising the God who created you and who has redeemed you. Um, and, you know, I think a verse that Janelle likes is um, Philippians 4, 4, you know, where it's talking about, you know, rejoicing. Just in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Right. So that no matter what going on, you can always rejoice in God. And that I comes think it's from also God. just a, a, a reminder in that verse is um, that we should always keep that um, in the forefront of our minds um, as we're going through. Even in that section of Philippians, it later goes on to talk about, you know, just our attitude and it talks about our thinking, our thoughts, um, but also our prayer. Um, our, our prayer time in how we're able to rejoice is, is like I think you've mentioned before it's not of our own strength but we get it through um, our, our connection with Christ our connection through the Lord and our time in prayer is definitely a, a time to um, display that uh that joy that we have in our trust and dependence on the Lord, our, our ability um, to to pour out to Him, even in in those times where we're we're, we're despairing or or feeling like we're despairing, um, not that we actually are, but in those times of us feeling down and out and in need of being failed, um, we know that we can go to him we know that we could go to him in prayer um and not only just prayer in in our requests and our pouring out and pleas to him um but in in our thanksgiving 
the moment we start to start start thanking God for things um in the same breath it's kind of hard to start thinking of all the things you don't have mm -hmm. um and in our marriages it's easy to say well I wish I had this or I I want this to be better um and I don't think it's anything wrong in wanting certain things and um working towards certain things like if you want to have good communication in your marriage um it's it's not wrong to desire that because that's actually a good thing you want to be able to communicate clearly um respectfully peaceably as as is all possible um but you don't want to be um i don't know i guess kind of like you don't want to overly put um emphasis on it to where um you feel like you can't move forward mm -hmm. right basically you have to depend daily on christ and his word and um to uh, sustain strengthen encourage us um even correct us when um when we need to be corrected and we should be thankful for those things as janelle said and because of that that should bring joy to us that you know that we have a god who loves us and who take care of take cares of takes care of us and also um, provides for us um not just the physical things but the provides for us the spiritual blessings and also um, gives us a mind to to think on him and think of how we can get through those things and to be cognizant of the the, the joy he has given us um, through the fruit of the spirit um you know and of course in having this joy you know in it, 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 it we, we can take joy in even the work that we're doing to fortify our marriage in Nehemiah 8.10, it says, at the end of that um, verse, it says, the joy of the Lord is your strength. And in the, in the beginning of that that particular um, chapter, you know, Nehemiah and Ezra, they were giving the children of Israel the, the um, law of God. And he started complaining, and, and well, not really complaining, but kind of, you know, moaning. And they were, you know, hearing the word of God, and they were getting distressed, and he was trying. He would try to encourage them, let them know who they are and whose they were. And then at the end of that, he said, "The joy of the Lord is your strength," and that's something which we have to ask for. You know that having the joy of the Lord, this blessing of God, that is actually a strength. That is actually something that will help us to to fortify. You know, we're talking about fortification, and fortification is strengthening um, the foundation and the and the. Um, provision of, of of our marriages and because of that we know that we can we can continue to move forward in things we, we can we have to do so even the work that we do we take joy in it um, another verse in Colossians 3:23 says work hardly unto the Lord you know that's something which we you know I, we take to you know especially those who go to work take to um, our jobs you know um, also scriptures say you know work is unto the Lord and not unto man you know so these things that we're doing we know that hey me taking and providing for my family it should be should, I should take joy in that because it's a blessing from God to have a job um, working on my relationship with my my spouse that's something which we should take on 
that we should take joy in, you know, helping our children, being there for our children. That's just something we should take joy in. And all these things are blessings. And when we see them as blessings, we will, things will come lighter in our, in our hearts and in our minds. And we'll be able to be appreciative of the things that we have and be appreciative of what God has given us and be able to not only rejoice in the Lord, as we said before, but take joy in the steps that, that, we're, that we're taking and the things that God is bringing to our, um, to our attention and actually taking us through. Um, there's a verse in here that talks about a couple of verses specifically deal with husbands and wives. In Colossians 3.19, it says, Husbands, love your wives and do not become bitter against them. Mm-hmm. And that's something which, you know, speaking of myself, you know, sometimes we, we as husbands, um, we want to do things our own way. And sometimes when our wives want to help us, especially when it comes to making our marriages better, we can become bitter. We can allow that to get into our hearts and, and take the joy away. Mm-hmm. And we can become... Um, mean or non-responding and you know I'm no different you know I have my bouts you know of not wanting to do certain things or just maybe not agreeing but not knowing how to communicate those things and we talked previously about communicating with our spouses you know how to have um, um, helpful and also um, positive communication with them even in the difficult times and it can be difficult and it's all like it's, just, it's something you have to work towards and it doesn't stop once you get a certain age or a certain number of years in marriage it's something mm-hmm. which you have to continually you know, pray about continually work at and um but the bible also says i think a, a verse which of course a lot of people know in proverbs 31 um in verses 10 through 12 talks about an excellent wife and it says an excellent wife who can find her for her worth is far above jewels the heart of her husband trusts in her and he will have no lack of gain she does him good and not evil all the days of her life so that kind of goes with the verse I was speaking about in Colossians that we got to understand if, if our wife is, is is a blessing from the Lord and you know that um, she does good for us then we should see that as a blessing even when it comes to things that they are um, trying to assist us and help us with Mm-hmm. that we we can see it as good and to be you know and to listen and to communicate and to help figure the things out we have to do when it yeah. comes to making our marriages better you have any thoughts on that um, I mean I think you you said pretty much a lot there um some of the other thoughts that just kind of um you know, come to mind when we think about um joy is the idea of it's like a a feeling of contentment like i'm satisfied regardless of what's going on and like we said before um that satisfaction that contentment that joy comes from the lord um i know we mentioned in the the first uh main verse that talked about, um, you know, that joy coming from the presence of the Lord. It made me kind of think of where uh, John was in his mother's womb and, you know, with his mom and Mary meeting and him leaping 
for joy was kind of the description, um, you know, that we saw there. And it kind of just makes you just realize like there should be some kind of action from us when we talk about we have joy um, in the Lord, even in times where um, we're going through trials. Because I know it's easier to say, okay, I'm praising God. I'm, I'm, I'm joyous when everything seems to be going exactly the way I want it. But I mean, I'm just thinking for the times where it's not quite going the way we would want, um, that's where we sometimes find it hardest, even as knowing as believers that, you know, when we accept Christ, we have the fruit of the spirit, um, which includes joy. So that means I have that um, abundance of, of, and fullness and completeness of joy right with me. Um, and it, it, it's really for us to realize it. Um, and, um, for some of us really to kind of grow in it, in the sense that, um, we have to know the word of God because by knowing his word, that kind of helps us to exercise um, that joy, meaning our response to, um, you know, our situation, our, our thoughts on, Hey, if I'm going to have joy in my marriage, you know, do I even have joy within my own heart? You know, what are my thoughts? What are my attitudes towards, uh, my marriage and for building up my marriage? If I don't feel like my marriage is the way I want it to be, then, I need to take joy in working towards it. Like we said before in um, Colossians, where um, it talks about working heartily onto the Lord. So I, I don't need to stick around thinking, okay, well, my spouse is not putting in the effort or my spouse is not doing the work. Um, of course, the, your spouse will be held accountable um, for what they do or don't do. Um, but we, we will as well. So, you know, like we always tell our kids, you can't say, oh, you did this or didn't do that based on what someone else did. You need to make decisions that are the right decisions based on what you know, um, to be the right thing. And, um, obviously, um, having joy in your marriage, having joy as you, um, work to, rebuild your marriage if there's um been situations where you know trust has been broken or um you know you feel like your spouse has been disrespectful really working towards those things and sometimes we need help sometimes we need to seek um help from a counselor or a pastor elder or someone who has been through what we've been through um, and just being wise in making sure that whoever we're seeking help from is guiding us and leading us in the word of God, the truth of God's word, which should also bring us a level of joy. Um, I think I was also thinking, um, of just Christmas songs recently because, you know, we're coming up on the, um, you know, Christmas season and you think about, you know, joy to the world. And um, just just what that means, that makes us really, really excited when we think about the fact that Jesus came so that we could have 
um, life everlasting, a life, um, you know, abundantly enjoy um, and forever glorifying him and enjoying him forever. And when we put our focus on him, um, then less focus is on us. Um, and we do a better job, I think, actually, with just loving on others and caring for others. And I know right now we're in a, a phase in, in, in um, society where a lot of people are like, you know, self-care, self-love. Um, and I think there's a level of, okay, obviously you have to care for yourself because that also shows you're, you're being a good steward of who, um, you know, the body that God has given you. Um, but we just want to be careful not to become self-consumed to where all I'm care caring about and being concerned about is my own um, comfort um, and my own pleasures and satisfaction, which in a marriage, you should be, should be concerned about those things um, for your spouse as well. And of course, other people that are around you, your children, and um, of course, the body of Christ, we should be um, concerned about them as well. Right. And I'm speaking of children, that's one of the last things I want to say is that in 3 John chapter 4, it says, I have no greater joy than this to hear my children walking in the truth. So mm. hopefully and prayerfully, the joy that you have in Christ and the joy you have in your marriage is something that will pass down to your children. And mm. that they can see that and they will um, desire to to follow in the footsteps of their parents who are um, walking in, in, in Christ and walking in, in light. And that they will desire to do the same thing and that God would capture their hearts and draw them to himself. And that this joy which we talk about when it comes to fortifying our marriages and just the joy of just life, that they'll have that also. And that's the greatest that will bring even greater joy into the, the hearts of, of, um, of your marriage to know that, you know, even our children are following in footsteps that we are, that we are doing and prayerfully, um, that will also shine out to others in your family, your friends, and those who are a part of the community that you're a part of. So we definitely want to think of those things when it comes to um, our marriage and comes to building our families that, you know, we need to find that joy and we need to walk in that daily so that others can see the love, the love and joy of Christ in our lives. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and remember there is hope for your marriages and families through Jesus. So for Love Worth Dying For, this is Joseph and Janelle Banks. All right, have a great day. God bless. Thank you for listening to A Love Worth Dying For. Make sure to check out our previous episodes and follow us on our social media platforms. Leave a comment, like, and most importantly, share our podcast. Let's continue the conversation and live to make our marriages truly a love worth dying for. Grace and peace.